0: in the way we run a business, in our everyday lives, we are creative all the time. Let's talk about how we are creative and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally, right now on the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Hi everyone, Bruce Russell of Creative You, and welcome back to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. I'm excited today because it's my birthday. I had no birthday hat, so I'm a unicorn today. I just thought I needed something to celebrate. So I thought I'd do something a little different. We took the small hiatus um, over the last few weeks because quite honestly, I was so tired. I'm feeling so much more energized now. I just needed a break and um, I've got some great interviews coming up for you, but I thought, you know what? Let's start off this new year with my birthday special. I found this list of 50 questions to ask yourself for personal growth from Maddie Blank of Michigan State University. So I thought, wow, let's do that. So I haven't prepared any answers. I only took a cursory look at the questions to make sure, you know, I wasn't asking something, you know, that might offend, but (laughs) I'm totally winging it today. So I was advised by my partner that 50 questions is way too much for one podcast. So who knows? It might be. And then we'll chop it up and we'll use it, you know, for different ones or, you know, you'll get some of them and then more later. I don't know how we'll do it, but I'm going to answer all 50 of them and then we'll decide how we use it. So let's get started. Number one, what moment changed your life forever? What moment changed your life forever? Wow, that's a tough one because honestly, I've had so many moments that have changed my life. Um, I think... I think, uh, well, I could say absolutely that my, when I met my partner, because my life is amazing, so supportive, and um, that's something I've never had in my life. So, you know, that that's really, truly, um, when my husband died, that changed my life, um, made me uh, really rethink who I was and what I was doing with my life. When um, I realized that my father was not a god that I had believed him to be, but actually a narcissist and a sociopath. You know, those things change your life forever. So I can't say that I have one. Um, You know, having my kids, those changed my life forever. Having grandkids, you know, being there for them, being born. Oh, there's so many. I have no one moment that changed my life forever because every step you take changes your life. Every decision you make changes your life. Okay, number two. What does your ideal day look like? Hmm. You know, I took a week off for Christmas, and when I I really missed my morning calm program. So I had the whole week off. I wasn't I wasn't getting up at six thirty in the morning. Uh, so I got to sleep. That was nice. But oh, I was so excited to get back to it. So I have to say that it's a great way to start my day. Um, time for rest. If I lived on a beach, if I lived near the ocean so I could swim every day, wow, that would be ideal. Uh, time to work, time to connect with people, time to, uh, rest, swim. I love swimming. I love water. And yeah, coffee on a, you know, sunny porch in the morning, just, you know, sitting on the deck by the ocean. Yeah, that would be ideal. I think I need to move. I'm pretty landlocked here in Alberta. Um, And then how would I end my days? Cuddled with my partner. Because she's the, I I have this weird thing. And this might be too much information. But I don't like to be touched. And I think it's my, um, uh, like I'm on the autism spectrum. Used to be called Asperger's. They don't use that word, I don't think anymore. But um, I, I don't like to be touched. And my partner, I need to touch her all the time. Um, just to feel that connection so it's very odd for me but I love it so just you know falling asleep touching my partner it would be the great way to end the day okay three what is your favorite book movie show song and why Whew, that's a lot um favorite book oh there's so many great books um I haven't had much time to read this year but I've started again um but I say my all-time favorite book growing up is a book called Yusuf it's about a little Turkish orphan. It was translated to English. I don't know, I've had it since I was, you know, it was a library sale back when I was, I don't know, eight or nine maybe. And I've had it ever since and I've read it over and over and over again. Um, and it just reminds me of that uh, hope, you know, having hope. Um, Cause he was just so, um, kept trying for the best. So I have to say that one; it's the one that's most affected me in my life. But there's so many great books. Um, oh, and it—they all escape me right now. But um, I love reading. So, um, movie. This is going to sound very odd. Okay, my favorite Christmas movie of all time is Holiday Inn. Um, totally um, not politically correct in this day and age, but it was made back in I think the 30s. So really, um, it's just really fun and kind of beautiful. And nowadays, this one like uh, is gonna sound very odd, but um, gross point blank, John Cusack, he wrote it, and he's an assassin who starts to rethink his um, life <laughs> and goes back for his high school reunion and I don't know, for some reason, it just tickles me. And yeah, I've watched it a dozen times. I love it. I know, weird, right? Um, Show, favorite show. Oh, I really love musicals. So uh, we, for, I don't know, 10 or 12 years, had seasons, tickets to um, Best of Broadway here. It's Edmonton, it's not Broadway. and I've seen so many, probably Rent. Oh, is that my favorite? It's one of my favorite for sure. I don't know, this is hard. I really should have prepped for this. Song, favorite song. Um, I don't know, I don't listen to a lot of music. Again, that's my autism. Um, I don't listen to a lot of music, but I do like classic rock. Anything by the Eagles is my favorite. I saw them in concert. Um, a year or two ago and it was like by far the best concert I've ever been to I loved it and I've been listening to their music for probably 45 years so yeah okay number four what are you most afraid of see my go-to answer is like height or falling is actually my real fear not the actual height itself but falling from that height but honestly, I think my biggest fear is not living up to my potential. Uh, I think because I was told my whole life that I was not living up to my potential, and that I needed to step it up. And I, I'm always, I need to try new things. I need to try it and see if that's it. Is that is that the thing that's going to work? And I'm always pushing, 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 and trying something else. Um, and when I'm not trying something trying something new or trying to expand on what I already know, then I get into, I get really depressed. So yeah, I would say not living up to my potential. I don't know what potential is, but not living my fullest life. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Not living my fullest life terrifies me. Okay. What are you most proud of? Hmm. I have pretty amazing kids. Um, But I think, which I, you know, I think I took a a pretty big part in (laughs) birthing them and raising them. But I have to say, probably never giving up. I have had some really low points in my life, and I have kept going regardless. You know, sometimes I had to take a little break. Sometimes um, I felt, you know, that I couldn't move, I couldn't do anything, but you know, you rest, recuperate, and you start to one step in front of the other, and you keep going. Um, This past year, I wrote a couple of journals. I wrote a couple of books. I had an international best-selling book. Um, I have great courses. I have people who just bring me joy every day. I have an amazing relationship with my partner, you know, and that all sounds really like, wow, she's got it all. And yeah, but I've worked really hard to get here. I've worked on relationships. I've had some horrible relationships. Um, I've had some really damaging relationships. I've had some great relationships that ended through no fault of my own. Um, you know, death does that. But I think all through all of that, I grew and became a better person and learned from my mistakes and didn't let those things define me. So yeah, I think I'm most proud of just moving forward, constantly moving forward, even sometimes at a turtle's pace, sometimes at a rabbit's pace, but always moving forward. Okay. What is something that you cannot live without? Something I cannot live without. Um, Let me think about that for a second. Not live without. I feel like there's not much that I couldn't live without. Um, coffee. No, I go through breaks without coffee. Pizza. I really love pizza, but no, I could live without that. Uh, connection. I would say probably I could not live without connection. I think having people, um, you know, even me as an introvert, I still need people. I need people to connect with. This year, it's been a lot of connection over Zoom, but you know those few moments when you actually get to see somebody in person wow that's awesome um we're in lockdown here but a friend of ours um lives alone and so one of the things that can happen is if someone lives alone they can have two people so we're her two people so she was able to come for christmas and um it was also her birthday and it was so nice to sit across the table and actually talk to somebody, right? To, to sit and laugh and, and all of that. So I would say connection, I can't live without that. Okay. So number, uh, where are we? Seven, what did you wish you did more of? Hmm. What do I wish I did more of? Um, I don't know, I, I really wished I'd gone further in school. Um, but life kept getting in the way, so I've done a, a lot of learning independently, a lot of uh, school of hard knocks, you know, things like that. So I wish I had done more schooling. Although, quite honestly, i I think it would change who I am uh, a lot. So, you know, would it be nice to have those letters behind my name? Yeah. Do I need them? No, not for what I do. Um, that all comes from personal experience. So, yeah. I mean, that's my go-to answer is education. But, uh, hmm, I wish I had maybe been more motherly. Yeah, I would give that because um, I didn't know that I had autism when I was parenting. And wow, that would have made a difference in my life to know that because man, my life made sense when I found that out. But I would say that I wasn't the warmest person and I think my kids really needed that. So I I really do feel that that would have been something I wish I had more of. Um, I've grown into it more. I have to say I'm much more warm with my grandkids but I also have a better understanding of myself. So um, yeah, that would be it. Okay, number eight. What's a hobby that you wish you could do? Oh, I've tried so many. Um, if I have thought of it, I've probably tried it. What's a hobby I wish I could do? Um, anybody, anybody? Well, okay, put it in the comments. What's a hobby you wish you could do? I try a lot of things. So I think horseback riding, I used to love it when I was younger, I've done it. Um, I wish that I could do more of it, although my body may not agree with that. Um, Yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I haven't either tried or really I'm not interested in. Travel, wish I could do more travel. This has been a tough year for that. Okay. Uh, Number nine, what's your favorite part of your life right now? Oh, I think the fact that I get to work from home and we have such a really comfy, cozy life. We have really good people in our life. Um, I wish my kids lived closer, but, you know, pre-COVID times, we saw each other quite regularly. So, you know, what's your favorite part? I think it's working from home because everything is here that I need. Um, I get to see people every day. I, Yeah, I don't have to deal with office politics. I work much better for myself than for others. (laughs) I give too much. I really, you know, I wanna give 110% and there's so many places that's just not, you can't do that. You just get beaten down, so. All right, so number 10, where do you see yourself in five years from now? Wow, five years from now. Um, Imagine if I'd answered this in 2015, it would not have been in lockdown. So five years from now will be, because we're 2021 now, so 2026. Oh, I'm hoping that I'm not living here in landlocked Alberta anymore. My plan is, ideally, my plan is to live in Spain. I don't know that that's going to happen. My partner uh, is not keen on that idea. Uh, but probably in BC, we'd like to move to the island. Five years, I think is is a pretty safe bet that we'll be living there. And yeah, uh, hopefully, I'll be able to teach out of my home and not have to uh, do everything online. I'm as much as I love online. I really love online, but I do like that personal connection too. So I'd like to have workshops and things like that in person again. Yeah, that's, I think, where I see myself in five years. And 11, what makes you laugh? Oh, my partner makes me laugh a lot. Um, my grandkids make me laugh a lot. Um, those are probably the most laughing I do. My partner and I laugh a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, have you ever played Heads Up? It's that one where you put the phone on top of your head and there's a cl- and then you have to give a clue for them to guess. Oh my goodness, we play that sometimes. And then of course it records you and we laugh so hard that we can barely breathe. Because um, I'm not very good at it. I'm not very good at giving clues. And I'm definitely not good at guessing. So I'm probably worse at guessing than giving clues. Okay, Um, number 12. Who is the one person that you can call no matter what happens to you? Oh, my friend Kirsten. Yeah, absolutely. Um, (laughs) We've been friends for a long time. We used to have a weekly call. We don't do that anymore. Although we've been quite regular again. And I remember, and I I still bug her about this, and I, you know, I have forgiven her, but my mom died 17 years ago, 17 years ago. And we had had this weekly call, but she died a few days after Christmas. So, Kirsten was away for Christmas, and I phoned repeatedly, and I phoned her mom's house, and I phoned everywhere, looking for her, and no answer, and I left messages everywhere, and And then I I slept with the phone because I thought, well, she's going to phone me on Sunday because she always phones on Sunday. And She didn't call. She didn't call. Um, But when she phoned the next day, feeling oh so horrible, (laughs) I still bug her about that. But she is the one that I still is my go to person. Well, that and my partner. But if I need to just like cry, I will phone Kirsten. Yeah, I do have some really good friends, though. Cricket. Yeah, I have some really good friends, more than, than listed here, um, but yeah, Kristen's my go-to. All right, 13, if you could go back and change one part of your life, what would it be and why? Oh, you know, I don't like to live with regret, and I think that everything that happens in your life happens for a reason. Um would I choose for my mom to die the way she did? No. Would I choose for my partner to die? No. Um, would I choose to live on the streets like I did when I was younger or to move out of home or to live in the fear when I was younger? No, no, I wouldn't have chosen any of those, but they also made me who I am. So I think the one thing and I've said this, if I have one regret, it was moving my daughter to a small town for high school. I think that was the worst thing I could have done. I thought a small town would be good. It was, um, it was awful. It was awful. Um, I was miserable for the three years. And the kids in high school there, like they drove like really expensive cars and were really entitled and it was um an oil town and so or no I think it was a pulp mill I don't know there was a lot of money in that town and I didn't raise my kids like that so she didn't have those things it caused a lot of strife um I had my house destroyed by entitled children who like set my couch on fire um yeah things like that so of the Whole life of not so great things happening to me. The only thing I truly regret was moving to that small town when my daughter was in um, high school. That one I do. I think our whole lives would have been different if we hadn't done that. She still lives in that small town, but I'm not a fan of that small town. All right. Uh, where are we now? So, uh, da, 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 da. what did I say? Okay. 14. If you could make one change in the world, what would it be? Oh, for people to just be kinder to each other, to really look at who they are and how much they're hurting and stop, you know, being so nasty to each other. It's sort of our go-to. Just, you know, we lash out and I just wish that we could be kinder to each other and really give people the benefit of the doubt. Because the majority of people are really good. And the ones that aren't, I think they want to be. I mean, there's some, maybe not, but you know, nobody wants to be miserable. So if we could just give people the benefit of the doubt. Okay, I'm going to do one more, um, which would be 15, yes. What is something you feel passionate about? Oh, so many things, art, healing, creativity, Healing, like really working on yourself, um, really delving in and not just letting the world run over you, like taking responsibility for your life and doing, doing, yeah, doing things that will better your life, but also help others. Helping others is really important to me too, but not giving everything of yourself. I think. The more you work on yourself, the more self-worth you have, the more then you're able to give to people in healthier ways and have boundaries. And then that helps them grow as well. So I think, yeah, looking after yourself and really working on bettering yourself. That I'm super passionate about. And that's the work I do. So okay, maybe I'll do a couple more. I don't know how long I've been on here. Okay. Uh, If it's too long, then I'll I'll chop it up more. Okay, 16, what is your dream career? Oh, exactly what I'm doing. Oh, super happy to, I love helping people. I love healing. I love art. I love being creative. Like there is, this is absolutely my dream career. So yeah, I can't think of anything else I'd rather be doing. Maybe having a location so I could do in person as well. That might make it a little better, but Honestly, I love this. Okay, seventeen. What piece of advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, just stick something out. Like, stop jumping around all over the place. I have my whole life, and I I do. I do think this is partly the autism. um, My focus, maybe ADD. I don't know. I don't have great focus. Um, But like, squirrel, and off I go. Shiny thing, off I go. So to stick with something longer. Because it just, like, university took me, like, forever. Like, it wasn't a four-year thing. Um, Because I kept going back and I'd take courses and, I you know, bits and pieces along the way. Um, I have stopped and started businesses numerous times. I've owned stores. I've, you know, always something gets in the way. And it's like, stick it out even if something gets in the way. And that's that's been a real uh, lesson for me to learn this last year or so. Because you know, sometimes it's hard, it's really hard, and you have to keep going. But I love what I do, and so that really does help keep me going. So yeah, stick with it, that would be my advice. And stop being so hard on yourself. Oh my God, stop being so hard on yourself. Okay, 18, when was the last time you did something that you were afraid of? Oh, I literally do that every day. I was just journaling this morning, On fear, and how I have to stop letting it get in my way. I have to stop letting fear stop me from doing things. It doesn't really stop me, but it definitely slows me down. And it's like, because I still do the things that I want to do, I still, you know, try new things and I'm, you know, I'll do it. Do I do it as quickly as I could? No. So I have this long period of like processing I have to go through, (laughs) but I do do it. So fear really gets in the way. Um, I'm getting much better at facing it, just doing it. Although there is still a lot of times that are, you know, there's breaks. There's, it takes longer than it should. Okay. Uh, 19. What do you do to relax? I have so many things. I love bubble baths, although I really hate our tub, so I don't take them very often. Um, I read, I paint. My art journal has become my go-to for relaxation. Um, If I wanna zone out, I'll watch movies, but it's a totally different thing than relaxing. It's like zoning out. Um, Yeah, I don't find it helpful. But I do do it. Um, but for relaxation, I'm not really good at sitting still, but I do like to you know sit on the patio with a book. I even have like sunglass reading glasses, which is cool because I need reading glasses now because I'm old. Um, yeah, those are the things that I I like to do for relaxation. Okay, 20. What's a long shot that you have taken that has paid off? Oh, what's a long shot that I've taken? I feel like I've tried so many things that could be considered a long shot. Um, writing a book with a bunch of women and having it hit the international bestselling list. Um, I don't consider things to be a long shot. Like there's really nothing I feel I can't do if I put my mind to it so what's a long shot I guess starting my business could be considered you know a lot of people are afraid of that and think it's not for them they can't do it they won't make money at it blah 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 um so that could be considered a long shot but yeah I don't I feel like there's pretty much there's nothing I can't do um 21 What are you tired of hearing about? Oh my God, the Pumpkin King. I was so grateful when the election. I'm Canadian, it shouldn't matter, but it totally does. I was so grateful when the election was over and things started to die down. And then, of course, he had to, you know, fight, kicking and screaming that it wasn't real and, you know, he really won. But I'm really tired of hearing about him. He just takes up so much space, so much space. So I have to say, um, very grateful that the Americans have chosen otherwise. Oh, and I might get to go to the States again because I have been boycotting for the last four years. Um, but other than that, tired of hearing about. Well, I'm tired of hearing about COVID, but I mean that's a reality. So I don't think I'm just tired of it because I'm tired of COVID. Um, yeah, that's it. 22, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be and why? Um, well, now this saggy jowl, you know, as I get older, no, um, I really don't care. I think, I don't know, because again, everything makes me who I am. So I don't like to say, oh, I would change this, or I would get rid of that, or I don't know. But I would have to say, Um, my body has been through a lot of trauma. And I try, tried to lose weight over the years, and it never worked. And it's more recently that I found out why, because stress and what it does to your body. So, you know, if I could have changed the amount of stress that my life had been for so many years, then I think my body would not be in the state it's in now. So I'm trying to help it now, but, you know, at 53 years old, that does make it um, quite an uphill battle. So if I'd realized how much, I don't know that I could have done anything about it, but if I'd realized how much stress caused damage to my body, um, I, I would have definitely, hopefully, changed that. Um, 23, who has completely lost your respect? Oh, I have to say I've been shocked by some people in my life, and I'm not going to call them out by name, but who don't believe in COVID or um, have supported Trump or people like him as a member of the LGBT community who grew up in an LGBT plus family, who is a woman, who Is larger, so not thin and beautiful. I have lost respect for some people who think it's okay for my human rights to be violated. Um, You know, everyone can believe what they want to believe, and they can support who they want to support. But when my safety is at as a concern, um, yeah, I'm going to lose respect for you. And I've been surprised at who I've lost respect for. Uh, People really close to me. And um, I'm sad about that. Yeah. 24. What do you hope never changes? Oh, I don't know. Life is all about change. What do I hope never changes? I can't think of anything because really, life is about change. Change negates growth. And do you grow without change? No. So I don't know. I can't think of anything that I hope never changes. All right. Last one for sure. And then I'm going to cut it off and come back and we'll do a second episode. So, number 25, what is your favorite place to visit? Honestly, Aruba. I love Aruba. Um, but not to live there. I don't think I'd want to live there. But I love to visit there. It is dry heat it's out of the hurricane belt, it's sandy beaches, it's the ocean, um, yeah, yeah. My most fun Christmas, I won't say my best Christmas, but my most fun Christmas was spent in Aruba, 4 by 4 on the North Shore. Uh, awesome. So yeah, that's my favorite place to visit, but I really do love traveling so many different places. So yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't want to always just go to Aruba because as great as it is, there's so many great places around the world. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I'm going to call it. We'll come back for a second episode. I might lose the unicorn horn. Who knows? And uh, so that was the first 25 of 50 questions. And again, these are 50 questions to ask yourself for personal growth. I think it's just getting to understand yourself a little better. So I will also list the questions so that you can ask yourself these questions. You don't have to do it on video. You don't have to share it with the world, but just ask yourself. So you get to know yourself a little better. So I will see you again next week. And in the meantime, I wish for you amazingly creative days. Bye for now. Do you know about the courses and programs that we offer at Creative View? Meditation and journaling in our Morning Calm program step into your authentic self is a program to help you heal from past traumas and start believing in yourself so you can be your healthiest happiest you we even have a healing with creativity monthly membership where you get healing projects twice a month plus so much more keep watch as we're always adding more classes and programs plus we offer free challenges access to summits and retreats as we love sharing click below to see what we have happening now